Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I host this podcast with my dear mother, who you may have seen on the front of You magazine. A cover star. Darling. Yeah. Do you think listeners know that's my real face? I haven't had work. I just look like that. Of course, Mum. You only told them you wanted to look thin and glamorous. And young. And yeah, my I friend like Malcolm exactly told me that. I looked like Elizabeth Taylor and I said before she died or after. Well, I have to say, I feel like I really took one for the team. I really just was there as a prop to highlight how goddess-like you are by shoving a trifle in my gob. (laughs) There's other lovely photos of you, darling, in the piece. Eating the trifle. The trifle was glorious. Um, And actually, side note, that's Laura Jackson's food food stylist, stylist, who I love. Um, Love you, Liam, and you're so good. So, yeah. But, yeah, thank you, You Magazine, for putting us on the front cover. And Elizabeth Dare. And Elizabeth Day, we've got to get Elizabeth Day on the podcast. Um, So, Mum, book's out tomorrow. I know, darling. How do we check how many people have bought it? Well, I I don't know whether we can do a bit of a public service announcement now. Basically, um, I know we ask quite a lot of you, but you are a cult, as I'm finding out when I'm going to take my daughter to puppet shows in Streatham and the girl on the... uh, This is in a yoga studio. And the girl on the um, counter when I'm trying to sneak a coffee in, she said, um, I have to say, I just, I love your podcast. And I've just been saying outright to people, I said, well, how much do you love it? Have you pre-ordered the book? And yeah. I, went, she, I said, because it's going to be very awkward for you if I come in next week and, and I don't what, see that you've got the book. to sign it, yeah. And she went, I've got three sisters. I'll, give, I'll tell them all to order it. So um, I'm Good. watching you. I'm coming especially to Little Crown Story House next week for you, Um my lovely friend and reception. Honestly, this has been kind of, well, it's been over a year, no, year and a half in the making. And it's really thanks to you guys for listening to the podcast that we've even been able to make this book. And it is full of anecdotes and memories and pictures and recipes, most importantly, that you have all said that you've loved and some that you may not even know um, from mum and I. So we are so proud of it and we really can't wait for you to have it too. So just please go and buy it because I really want to be a Sunday Times bestseller. Me too. You know how competitive we are. We like five stars. We also you like are, Sunday darling. Times bestsellers. You are. I'm not. I oh, really. No. I just see You're this. Easy, as, I just easy. see this as a journey. 
Oh, yeah, journey to the end of our relationship. Um, anyway, what have we got coming up tonight? Darling, we've been very pressed today. Yeah. Because I'm busy. Mm. You've been busy. So I did all my prep this morning. And then I did my prep. Yeah. But it's really quick. It's really easy. It's honestly, it's a midweek roast, but kind of without all the trimmings, but equally as delicious. Um, a little it's, more Provencal. Oh, yeah. It's roast chicken with olive tapenade and herbs de Provence. It's so easy. You just get... a Chicken, you shove black olive tapenade underneath the skin um, that you've mixed in with some herbs de Provence. You don't even have to have the herbs de Provence, but it's really nice. And then you just shove it under the skin, kind of massage it in so it's covering all the bit of the breast. Shove a little bit in the cavity too. And with some kind of crushed um, garlic cloves. So you don't even have to chop that up. Just bash them, shove them in three. And then roast it and baste it a bit. And then we've done it with... Um, roasted vegetables. Roasted veg, because it's just easy. And I've done dear old Yotam's rice with chickpeas. Oh, yeah. But you could do it with just microwave onion rice. Yeah. Um, and it's just really good because the gravy that comes out of it, the juice that comes out of it, creates this delicious, salty, olivey um, juice. And it's just perfect for a really delightful midweek dinner. And it's in our it's effortless think of summer. Yeah, it is quite summery and it's m yeah. quite miserable at the moment. So, And then for Pud, you did this this morning. Yeah, I've made lemon posset mm. with blueberries and we've just bought some nice biscuits to go with yeah, it. Yeah, I've got, kind of got a few because you wanted those dead posh ones. Long Duchamp. Yeah, but we couldn't find them, could no. we? So we've just got those lotus biscottis and I love them. I love them when you get them with a cappuccino. Do you? Yeah. Anyway, so really easy. You usually get them in the hairdressers. Really? On the side of your coffee in a little packet, don't you? Yeah, I love that. It's like the best thing, isn't it's it? It's odd to go with a posset, but never mind. Well, you know what? You don't have to have it. Who do we have on tonight, Mum? We've got someone that we've been longing to mm. have on this podcast. She's just such a fabulous woman, a brilliant comedian. She's very outspoken. I love it when she hosts Have I Got News For You. She's clever, witty and funny, super funny. Obsessed with Bake Off, isn't she? Obsessed with Bake Off and just all right around clever, funny woman, Jo Brand. Yeah, I remember I accosted her when I did Jules Holland Hootenanny years ago and I was really drunk. I and she doesn't remember. She, oh. Yeah, I was like, I'd love to get you on the podcast. And I think I was like, I live in South London too. Or whatever. Anyway, we're really excited. We've wanted her forever. So I need to get some red wine out, darling. Also, a funny thing happened to dear Alex, Dr. Alex this week. Um, nobody told him that David Trimmer had shat on his banana bread. But a doctor came up to him at his uh, workplace and said, I hear your banana bread was really shit. And... Turns out my brother told him who was coming on tonight and it turns out that his mum used to be a nurse with Joe Brand. But I do feel like I need to say at this very moment, Alex's banana bread is stupendous. Yeah. And we are going to have it's to bring it to the next guest. Yeah, we are. We're going to make it. Um, when he's not on nights, he's going to make banana bread and everyone's going to realise that it was just a bad batch. That happens in baking. Do you know what I mean? Batch. So, um, yeah, um... You will hear of more banana bread throughout the series. We're going to try it on a His few people. His banana bread is actually the best banana bread I've ever eaten. You'd probably say that about his bloody poos if you Everything, could. Everything, yeah. I, I would. <laughs> you would. <laughs> I love him. Oh, the doorbell's gone. I think Joe Brown's here. Let's bloody go. Shit. Let's get some champagne on the go. 
Joe Brand, thanks so much for coming. We have been trying to get you for ages. Ages. Well, that's very flattering. I saw you on Hooter Nanny. It, it many was there, years right? Ago. Yeah. And I was nice. was I drunk by the point that I of asked course. you to but come I on? I think right. everyone is on that oh show. Oh my god! Yeah, everyone's like Happy New Year, and it's like November. It's like November, it's seven o'clock in the it's evening so as fun. well. Yeah, it is really good fun. But yeah, you're finally here and not too far. You didn't have to come too far. So I'm happy about that. No, just Dulwich. So Fine. like 20 minutes in the car. Brilliant. Yeah, and you've you've bought something kindly. I don't know what's in here. I They're don't, both I, the same and there's one each. Well, it's, it's in a nativity, the musical tote bag. Were you in that? I was. I was in it last year. Do you have like loads of those bags in your house? I do. Yeah, I love them. Yes. I've ever, yeah. I love them. Yes, I love them as well, but they're very useful useful when a Tesco's bag won't do. Um, hold on. Oh. Hold on. Oh. oh my god, is this for washing up? They're, no, they're shoes for polishing the floor. Oh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> this is what we need! Oh my god, I'll get I mean, my child they're... in them tomorrow! <laughs> oh my god, thank you! You don't you. have to use them yourself. Have you got children, Joe? I've got two teenage girls, yeah, a 17-year-old and a 19-year-old. Wow, that's yeah. challenging. How's that going <laughs> that's for you? Great, is actually. it? Yeah. Do they get on well? Um, they get on well enough. They're very different. And uh, what I would say is that my, I decided to do the opposite parenting of what my parents did. And what and was it's the parent- worked very well. And what was the parenting that your parents did? So rigid. Oh, really? And, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And she's much stricter. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm quite strict. She's really strict and I'm not. What how, What form does your strictness take, though? Well, I mean, that's the thing. I don't think it's very strict, strict, but I think I wonder, you know, if you ever have grandchildren, how you will be with it. Will you be even more relaxed with them or will you even Maybe be... Maybe they'll be really authoritarian. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> but so I want to know, if your parents were so strict, what was kind of mealtime? What were mealtimes like in... The brand household. Well, thankfully, from a relatively early age, they weren't um, they weren't c- communal because my mum um, trained as a social worker. She mm. started when I was about ten or eleven, so she was just out all day and she didn't get in till really late. And my dad was one of those men that just didn't do anything domestic at all. So it was kind of left down to me and my brothers. To just get some food together. So what would you be getting together? Peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, okay. It, it literally Wasn't was. Wasn't cooking? No, not really. No. And so how has that shaped your kind of, I don't know, the way that you cook? Now, are you a good cook? Terrible. Well, it's not, it's not that I'm... Uh, well, no, I'm not Sorry. a good cook. And I'm very limited in what I cook as well. Uh, my husband's a much better cook than I am. Which is always a good reason yeah. to get him to do it, you know. Yeah, And absolutely. he enjoys it, and I don't really. I mean, I really like that um, Joan Rivers joke where she says, um, Elizabeth Taylor's the only woman I know who stands by the microwave telling it to hurry up. And <laughs> I'm a bit like that. I'm like, I'm, uh, let's have dinner now, and why do we have to do anything for it to be there? Where did your mum work? My mum worked at Charing Cross Hospital for a long time. And then she moved to Ludlow in Shropshire, um, where there's a lot of Is water at the moment. Is that where you come moment. from? No, I was born in Clapham, actually. Oh. Yeah. Where? In the, that the Tesco, funny, where the Tesco it? is now. In the old town. No, in the old town. Do you know where hospital? St Paul's Church yes, is? Yes, the lovely yeah. big church. Yeah, and my mum and dad got married there. I was born at home. <gasps> yeah. Jessie's into home births. Are you? 
Yeah, you know I could smell that patchouli on you and I thought, <laughs> we're going to get on tonight, Joe. that's it. Um, uh, so do you think the reason that you went into nursing was because your mum was doing such a kind of important job and was work well oh. because she was working in a hospital as well were you around there she, well she worked in a psychiatric hospital right. okay for quite so a long time i guess well, you weren't so, able to yes. be there we used to go and admire the cockroaches in the kitchen at night it was a long time ago but you'd turn the light on and the whole white floor would just be black for like a millionth of a second and then it would Oh, gross. But yes, um, I th- well, I think it was a bit of that and also probably a bit of my dad having depression, um, oh. which he had from about the age of 12 and finally got treated in his mid-50s. Yeah, so we had a lot of issues, shall I say, with my dad. He was hard work, really. Uh, until he took antidepressants, then he completely well, no, changed. Magic, yeah. It was like magic. Yeah. His personality just kind of changed over a month. It was weird. So, are they still both alive? Uh, my dad died um, a year and a half ago. Oh, shame. And my mum um, is still alive. Is she doing all right? She's doing, well, yeah, because they split up when I was a teenager. Oh, okay, so, you know. So, so, okay, yours were peanut butter sandwiches when you were younger. So, what's, um, you know, you've got two teenage daughters. What's it like now? Do you let them just kind of, do they just no, cook for themselves? See, or? We, no, we do kind of proper meals yeah. for them now. I suppose it's because I didn't have them. Yeah, right, you know, okay. And I kind of would have liked it, really. Mm. But the atmosphere was so awful in our house at times that it probably wouldn't have been a great idea anyway. So, you know. Um, but yes, we have... My my uh, girls are both vegetarian. One's vegan. How's that going for you? And my husband's vegetarian as well. So, so. Are you veggie now? No, you haven't given in. Well, I don't really eat meat at home, yeah. but I do sort of pursue pork pies in service stations when no one's looking. So we need some really good <laughs> vegan dishes. What do you cook every day? Do you? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I need well, to up my game a bit. You're getting yeah. chicken tonight, so Oh, there lovely. You go. That's, that's <laughs> cheered me up. No mind. Uh, what vegan stuff? Well, I think you can do brilliant stir fries. Yeah. Like with tofu, tofu. or whatever you want to put in it, you know. Yeah. A halloumi. Uh, for mm. the vegetarians. For for the vegans, my, well, I'll tell you what my daughter absolutely loves, and it's so banal, really, but she loves beans on toast. Of course. And people don't realise that that's vegan. Of course If you it have is. kind of, you know, vegan spread, then, you know, and she just eats beans on toast all the time. I'm sure it's not very healthy, but... Um, but it's delicious. But it is delicious, and it's something that you can just throw together yeah. in two seconds, you know. Yeah. Are they going to university? Um, or further one of education. Them's already what, at she, college. So, so she's at, is she living at home still? Then yes, yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. You, I wonder how what it's like having a really funny mother. <laughs> Annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah. they funny? They are funny. Yeah, they are funny. But they're kind of more understated funny than I am. I think you're but pretty understated. Though, I'm very. Right? I'm very embarrassing. No. No, I am for them. For them. For them. You know. Well, Were you ever cool to them? No, not really. Well, maybe. I I remember Maisie, my oldest, who's 19, she came home from first day at reception and said, are you Joe Brand? Oh, <laughs> oh sweet. I know. I know. Are you Joe Brand? <laughs> I am, yeah. Is your, because your surnames are different. Mm. Yeah. 
I use my married name. Yeah. It's so much easier, yeah. you know. So I, I don't know how much you know about this podcast, but we talk about food a lot. And you've got lots of things to talk about re- relating to food. Your autobiography, what, what was it called? Uh, Look Back in Hunger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, it's, it's the law that comedians' autobiographies have to have the most awful puns as titles. <laughs> I liked it. So, uh, yeah, no, it was good fun to do. Um, yeah, well, with me, like... I, if you're a fat person and you're a comedian, um, you know that when you're a comic, the first thing that people notice about you when you go on stage is the thing they focus on. So if you're fat, you just get endless kind oh, of... fat. You, well, you just get endless abuse about your weight. If you've got a big nose, you get endless abuse about your big nose. If you're bald, blah, 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 and so on and so on. And so that was always the thing that I got on stage. And so I knew that I was going to get it. So I just cut my cloth accordingly and how did that work out for you though kind of fuck you jokes like funnier jokes about myself than they would do i remember one of your jokes when you you said you went into a pub and you said um you said can i have a coke please and they said diet and you said no full fat please yeah (laughs) you used to say that all the time after joe (laughs) yes i know and as paris hilton says only fat people drink Diet Coke, so... It's true! Well, I know. You're right! But this this fat-shaming thing's come along, that we're not, you know, no-one's allowed to do it anymore. But unfortunately for my generation, <laughs> it hasn't really penetrated people's unconscious, and they're still, they're still doing it in a way. Has it changed your comedy? Uh, do you not, feel like you can... Do you still do, want to do... Fat jokes, or do you kind do you of... know what? I love doing fat jokes. <laughs> I, I can't help it. I just do, because for my whole life... Well, I didn't get fat till I was 16. And actually, when I got fat, even has a joke that goes with it. Come because it's, it's true. Um, I went on the pill when I was 15. Oh, no, did Put I? on four stones. so mean. So Shit. that proved to be a very effective contraceptive. <laughs> You know, and that kind of that was true. I was thin before that, and it was really annoying because I thought as soon as I stopped taking the pill, then I'll just it'll all fall off. And of course, it didn't. It just stayed on. It was really annoying. That's so annoying. Yeah, but as a, as a comic, especially if you do those combative kind of arenas like the Comedy Store Late Show, which basically starts at twelve on a Friday night, it's full of blokes <coughs> from the city who've been drinking. Since five o'clock. And they're real so, hecklers, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. So what are they going to say when someone like me steps on stage? So you kind of have to be ready for them, really. Um, and so I just kind of built my comedy around going... Do people heckle? I don't give a... Oh, my God, yes. So it's like Mrs. Meisel. Have you watched Mrs. Uh, you know Mrs. Meisel? I haven't watched that, but oh, I've heard it's brilliant. It's fabulous. Yeah, it's do. wonderful. But people used to heckle her. People She's supposed to be... the most appalling things you could imagine. That I want to hear. All right. Well, uh, what's the worst? One of the worst ones I've ever got. You won't ever be able to put this out. But Why? Never mind. Was um, a guy said to me, if you don't shut your mouth, I'm going to ram a table leg up your... Oh, my God. What do you Sorry, do? Why would What do you what do, like? Do you acknowledge them or and make oh a my joke God, of it? Yes. So oh, would absolutely. you say? Well, you ta- it would have to be a table leg because your dick's clearly too small. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we 
Oh, mum says to road rage would you? drivers. I yeah. do. Why don't you? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not a comedian. But I hate, I will have one liners with road rage people. I hate it. Yeah, I but like what, a bit how, of road how, rage. How did, how did that work out for you when you oh, said something good. to them, mum? We <laughs> drove alongside someone who was eating his food. In Brixton, they were going at 10 miles an hour, he was having his, his jerk chicken and rice. And then we were driving along and I said, do we have to do 10 miles an hour when you have your dinner? He said, do you want some? And threw it in my face. No. Yeah. From his car. It's such a good aim. It was right down there. Shut well, you we off. were driving through that way once. I was with my husband and this guy leaned over and said, oh, can I, can I have your signature? And my husband said to him... We are driving, you know. And this guy went, I'm going to fucking pop you, man. And oh, did no. like a gun sign. I just, yeah. <laughs> Give him the signature. <laughs> well, Jesse, do you remember that girl that we, they were tailing us? And I said, look, I'm not having this. And you said, mum, just keep driving. We're going to stab us. Yeah, good old Brixton. I, 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 I the old days in Brixton. Yeah. Although, weirdly, once I hit um, a, a rove, an old rover full of skinheads um, at the traffic lights in Brixton, and then they chased me around Streatham. I know. <laughs> About half an hour, oh I God, was like, terrified. Terrifying. So. Absolutely. No, it you, was. It was. No, but you know the best thing to do if anyone <laughs> chases you, you park outside a police station. Okay. Oh, sorry, because you're really thinking about where's the local police <laughs> I'm just telling station. you now for advice. <laughs> Thank you, Mum, because you've been on so many. Because <laughs> I'm abused. Do you, do you abuse well, motorists? Why take people on? Well done. I Why think that's they? great. Don't Men you think so that's great, sexy. really? Well, it's you're the dangerous. Passenger, I know, you're the passenger. I know. It's really painful. I know. And you're <laughs> pregnant, I think. Yeah, I think I was probably pregnant. I was like, Mum, please think about the baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I just, yeah, the heckling thing, I, I, so I mean, this mean. is why I. Do I'm, you get heckled? No. I think once in a gig, someone shouted out something. Oh, I can't remember. No, but they were like a pisher in Newcastle. I think they said, "Uh, get your tits out for the lads. And I kind of looked at my tiny flat (laughs) chest, my AA cup, and I thought, really? But I think actually you are much more threatened as a comic by people because people, it's so much more of a thing Mm. to kind of heckle. I mean, I remember Jonglers years ago when I just started hilariously it was a table full of dentists at the front <laughs> and you just know what could be nicer than dentists anyway one of them got on the table unzipped his trousers flopped out his turgid <laughs> cock and just shouted suck my cock you fucking bitch at me what and do you I, say? Well, I just, I to me, that was a bridge too far. I don't want to bother, I'm not bothering with heckle put-downs because if someone did that to me in the street, I would report them to the police, you know. Mm. So I just said, I'm not putting up with this. Sit down, you're making a fool of yourself. And I walked off. And the the guy that ran Jonglers told me off for coming off two <gasps> minutes early. How, when, what, what year was this? It would have been 1987, okay. 88, oh, Things probably. have changed. Yeah, they have. So you so should have been I lucky said, that you had the slot. Fuck you and stuff your gig up your ass. Yeah. And I never worked there again. But, um, you know, it was a bit like that in those days. So just. What's your favourite place to perform? What's my favourite place? Or TV show? Well, I love, I actually like touring. And I love doing Birmingham. I love mm. Sheffield. Great I love, show. Yeah, you know. Great crowds. I love Wales. I love Swansea and Cardiff. So all those places where they're actually pleased to see you, 
Whereas in London, they're like, oh, God, another bloody comic. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they're, they're not really like that, but there is that kind of seen-it-all-before attitude. So are comics part of a little group? Do you have kind of comic evenings with other comics? Do you have co- comic WhatsApp groups? They are, really. They are. they are. I mean, in the olden days, before I had children, it was much easier, you know, because you could just stay up till five playing poker or doing whatever you were doing. And we all used to kind of meet up a comedy club in East London after we'd all worked. And we they just let us stay there till four or five in the morning. Oh, so who was in was your great. crew? Um, Alan Davis. Yes. Uh, Ross Noble. Do you yeah. know him? He's the Geordie guy. Um, now and again, people like Frank Skinner or Julian Clary, we would see. And people at Eddie Izzard, we all used to either go to this place in East London or go to the comedy store. And all the comics would come in and stand at the back with their arms folded. Oh, so it really well, is like this is amazing. But Ashling B said the same thing. Well, she she says, says that if she's in, do you know Ashling? I do. Yeah, right. yeah. I do. So she Lovely. says that if she's in LA, she will definitely go and see a, a gig of a, a a fellow comic. Yeah, because she'll go and try it. and find stand up because yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. almost going she like loves to the gym. She loves absolutely. It. Yeah. That's so, so do you have to, does it, if you're going on tour, how long does it take? Do you have to get your material all together? How long does that take? Well, I'm, I'm, I've just nearly finished this tour, which is all kind of like smaller theatres just to try out new stuff. And I suppose that's taken me about six months. But a lot of that is um, like writing notes on my phone when I get an idea and then just working on it and seeing if I can make something funny so out of it. Have you got any it. themes at the moment? Well, my themes at the moment are teenage children, wonder why, getting older, wonder mm. why. Um, I've always had a section on my husband, which thankfully he's never seen. Poor <laughs> thing. <laughs> he's all right. I do check with him. He's like, not a comic. No, he's a nurse. Oh. So like, occasionally I'll say, oh, is it all right if I call you a fucking plank tonight, dear? And he'll go, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's one of my favourite jokes. So that was a relief. Mum is going to go and get the dinner. Sorry, Mum, to treat her like a <laughs> dinner lady. But whilst Mum deals with dinner, um, can I ask you, um, we ask everyone this, uh, what would your last supper or your desert island meal be? It would starter, main, pud and drink of choice. Okay. I think start, I'm, I'm afraid it might be um, like... The food they had in Abigail's party. Which oh, yeah, is a, come on then. Mike Lee, please. So, prawn cocktail for starters. You're not the first. Lovely. And then... Um, With now, a crunchy iceberg lettuce. Oh, I think so. Yes. Yes. And lots of Mary Rose sauce mm. on it. Um, and then I know, like, for pudding, they would have Black Forest Gatto. So, I think probably have a steak, oh, very, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, a, fine. A How, really nice uh, Medium rare, steak. rare? No, I'm, see, I'm such a philistine. Well done. I like it really scorched to death. Oh, they do. That, that's the same in Argentina. I Is was it? Really shocked. Oh, really? Yeah, they have it really well done. They think you're but really. It tastes odd. really delicious, though, yeah. right? And what? What? Um, I just need to know which um, which sauce you'd have then if you're going to have a steak. I think like a pep. Pepper. A peppercorn. Yeah. And any sides with that? Chips, uh, salad. Oh, ev- all of everything. That. Right. Yeah. And mayonnaise and salad cream. Oh, yeah, interesting. I know. I love them both. You know, you're always being asked to choose between the two of them. I, really? I didn't think anybody ate salad cream oh anymore. Oh, my God. I do, especially the air 
Me and Tamsin Greg, whenever we meet up, we have a baguette with really nice butter and salad cream in it because we'd love it. With nothing else? With nothing else. I know. We are Philistines together. So then you'd have that. You'd have a, you'd have a basket of baguette with salad cream. Salad cream that side, kind of like... mayonnaise that side. And maybe that side, uh, over that side, sandwich spread. Do you remember that? No, yeah. I bloody oh, don't. Oh, my God. Yuck. What was it? It looks like someone had been sick in a jar. But it was really, really it's Can you still get it? finely chopped up vegetables. Yeah, you can still get it. Uh, in a sort of vinegary No, I think you can still get it in sauce. Eastern Europe when's and they always birth, have it. When's your birthday? <laughs> when is your birthday? It, yeah, uh, yeah, no, thank you. I'm not telling you. Thank you so much. Mum's trying to pick a vat. <laughs> um, so salad cream, I, I have to no, say. No, you have to be a certain generation. I'm the generation that first curry that I ever had was a Vesta curry. What's which that? Is basically a freeze-dried curry that you pour boiling water onto. And it all kind of puffs up and it, it tastes it like it's made of uh, rivita, really, doesn't it? Like something really tasteless and dry and horrible. Jessie, pass that to Yes, sorry. Um, right, so Joe, we're having, oh, wow, you know, we, we didn't know that your, your family were vegetarians, but we are, um, and to be fair, you, um, you were never going to get anything but meat in this house. So Very good. We, we've got Vegetarian roast chicken. Because we love a roast chicken midweek, and it's with olive tapenade and garlic and herbs. It's super easy and lovely. And then we just do it with roast veg, and then Mum's done kind of posh otolenghi rice that with like lentils and. Oh yes, sorry, sorry, Mum. Yeah, can't just look at it. If I can just recommend vegetarian haggis, have you ever had that? No. Oh my God, there's a particular one. Yeah, you can in them. Um, you can get it in health food shops, but you can also get it in, um, oh, I don't mean Ocado, where do I mean? I mean um, Waitrose. Waitrose. Yeah, Waitrose. You know it. what? Talking about vegetarian things, we, we discovered um, the most amazing, uh, like, soya mints that isn't like corn. Oh, Vivera. Vivera. Have you ever had Vivera? Oh, my really nice? God. If your girls don't mind having the, ta- like the, the texture of meat... Our friends, who are the wonderful Campbells, they made Heston Blumenthal's um, chili con carne, but they did it with this soya mince. But it's such a better, it's much better texture yeah, than the corn. Oh, a bit brilliant, of juice. thank you. And who is it by? It's Heston Blumenthal's. Vivera. Blumenthal. Oh, yeah, Vivera. Right. And honestly, you it buy was it so heavenly. Tesco deliver it. So, okay, so, oh, yeah, so would you do the Black Forest Gatto? Is that what you're committing to? I think I would. But you're, you're putting, I mean, you're massively into the bake-off. Well, I, w- I, I do extra slice, yes. but I know nothing Jillian, about baking. I don't want to be. Why? Because I, well, I like doing extra slice. It's much more fun. Is it? Yeah, it is. We get the baker that's been chucked off. Yeah. We do comedy sketches. People come in with their weird cakes. Oh, with yeah. With courgettes in them and God knows what else. And it's just a laugh, you know. And I think actually Bake Off itself is quite serious, isn't it? There's yeah. a lot of crying goes on. Yeah, but, but they've made I don't made agree with crying every, on television, really. Every single week is a showstopper now, instead oh, of it being a cake. Bill Have Frank. you met Paul Hollywood? I've had sex with Paul Hollywood. Have you? No. I wish I had that. I would too. Because well, I would like I... that statement to be true. <laughs> I'm really annoying. Would you like to have sex I with him? I think he's very attractive. I have, against my well, better judgment, I think he is. They're always the best ones. Yeah, he is. I mean, 
I can't help it, but he's got great eyes. Yeah, he's a very funny guy as Is well. he funny? I really like him a lot. Oh, really? Thank you. It's absolutely lovely. It, well, it's Jesse made this. Thank you. Jesse, it's marvellous. But I wish you, you said that I shouldn't season the chicken. I'm really annoyed because we should have put some sea salt on it. salt? You, I guess mum was like, no, no, the tapenade. Anyway, I'm just saying I would have okay. seasoned it a, a bit more. So, Joe, I'm. F uh, would you say you're a foodie? Um, yeah, but I would I would preface that with the word philistine because <laughs> I do love food, but I quite like common food. So where do you go for your common food? Well, some I, of your favourite spots. Some of my favourite spots. Well, there's what's that brilliant fish restaurant called in uh, the West End, St Martin's Lane? Scots? No, Jashiki. Yeah, I love like places like that, and I. That's um, fancy. It's not that no well it's not it's that fancy, fancy done very but the very food plain. is plain yeah, yeah so exactly. what will you order there um, I would order like something like cod or I mean they do normal kind of cod and chips there yeah. which is extra fantastic it's delicious yeah. you know or um, sea bass or something like that okay um, I love um, sort of takeaways like I love Leon. Because, I, love, oh, I Leon. love Leon because they do fish finger wraps, which are like being in heaven. <laughs> fish finger I've never wraps. Never had their fish oh finger wraps. God, I even like McDonald's as well, but I fish never. Yeah. I do. No, I, I like Big Macs, but I only have one a year because if I had more than one, I would just be injecting them into my veins. I know. It's like so awful, isn't it? <laughs> abortion of yeah. a vegetable sorry that's so rude isn't it potatoes aren't meant to be sweet i'm irish as well i love potatoes and a potato that tastes sweet makes me feel but surely you've nauseous. got lots you've got lots of sweet potatoes in the house now no or do they no, know I've to keep them away them. well I, you know how like how disappointing it is on christmas day when you 
lift a roast potato to your mouth and it turns out to be a parsnip yeah. in disguise. See, I, I really hate I that. love parsnips. Do you? Oh, but no, But my husband I don't. doesn't like parsnips and I've never really understood it. But I understand they have a funny old texture. They do have a weird texture. But I also think they're too sweet as well. What have you got in for gooseberries though? Because they're not sweet. They've got a little... Tang. I think it was that joke when I was a kid, which is what's green and hairy and goes up and down, a gooseberry in a lift. And I just thought too much about the hairiness. So when I ate a gooseberry, I, I thought all the hairy bits were like tickling my throat and so it made me throw up. I know. It's not because it's a all bit of a shit joke. Well, it's a, it's a great joke if you're five. Yes, right. But, you know, it's a shit joke if you're six. It doesn't last very long. <laughs> It is a shit joke, I know. Um, I've never really thought about hairy gooseberries. But oh, they you've are now... hairy. I don't think I They're have them enough. Like, got, like hairs yeah, like you fur. have inside your nose. Those little fine hairs that catch all the, yeah, now the business. Yeah, now I kind of understand that. Now I've put you off gooseberries. Yeah, a little bit. Well, Mum's made a lemon posset. <gasps> oh, how oh, fantastic. No, and then know. we've got like... First time I've made it. So. We've got an assortment. Bless darling Buffy, the neighbour down the road, helped, said, I think you should do this. Um, so, um, and then we've just got like a biscuit. You can choose because I chose a lot because I was sous chef on the pud. So you've Brilliant. got an assortment of biscuits to dip in it. It's a bit come dine with me, but I quite like it. Perfect. I love come dine yeah. with me. <gasps> Thank you very much. What is it about a biscuit with... What is it about a biscuit with a, um, a pudding that makes well, it a bit come down with me? OK, so you've got an assortment. Because they don't actually have to do any work. <laughs> yes. Maybe. No, they said to make shortbread, but I didn't So you can have whatever you want. Mum thinks Ooh. that one works, but equally, you Biscoff, can have whatever yeah. you want. Aren't they the ones you sort of get with your the coffee hairdresser. on a... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like these. <laughs> I like these too. This mm, is delicious. This is lovely. Do you like yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. So easy. Is that? Yeah. How many them? You boil cream with sugar and then add two... Well, I put three lemons in and lemon zest and that's it. Mm. It's really lemony. It's really... Lovely. Do you like it? Mm, I do. I love it. Good. Now, Jo, um, my final food question for you. Do you think you've got good table manners? Mmm... I wouldn't say good, I would say adequate. Have I been eating with my mouth open? No. I don't mind that. Like, I'm not saying that you were doing that, but I kind of... And what's your worst table manner in somebody else? Grammatically I think it's but... making a really loud noise when you're eating. Mm -hmm. Which I've found, well, it's mainly a kind of male thing, really. I think women are kind of too... It's an older male thing. It's like my dad used to just sound like he was chomping at hay, hay when he was eating a salad or something, you know. Joe, what's coming up for you in the future? Um, you seem like you've done everything under the sun, so it's sign of, like, wow. what are you up to at the moment? At the moment, I've just finished touring and I'm going to go back on tour and try and do more new stuff. I've just finished the script to a film. Amazing. Wow. Which, because um, I had a film out a year and a half ago. Called? It was called The More You Ignore Me. And it was about two women in the same family that were obsessed with Morrissey. One of whom was a teenager and the other had schizophrenia. And I actually, from a, a novel, that I wrote the novel as well, so I just adapted wow. it. But what happened was that um, it just kind of showed in a few little 
cinemas because it was an independent film which cost about three quid to make. But then it won Best Comedy at the National Film Awards. So Amazing. We like, Hooray! And it, it beat Coogan's film about Laurel and Hardy. And I just couldn't believe it. And so Good since for then, you. it had actually gone on to Amazon Prime, but it's kind of taken off a bit. So oh, what's it called? The More I the Ignore more You? The More You Ignore Me. The More You Ignore Me. And you're writing, what, a, a, a follow-up mo- or no? Just a separate no, one? No, just adapting. Do you know who Matt Haig is? Yes. He writes about depression. Yeah. He's on Twitter a lot. He's, yeah, he has he, his, he's, he's it, written he several non-fiction books. And it's novels. quite political about mental health. Very much, yeah. yeah. And I've adapted one of his novels. It's called The Radleys, and it's about a family of British vampires living in a little town up north, pretending not to be vampires and trying to live a normal life. It's so funny. Have you, are you shooting it? Well, no, we've just finished the script. I've done like draft 143. Mm. And I think they're sort of hopefully at the point of choosing who, because a few people are interested in it, which is great, in funding it. And so I think they're looking at soon, hopefully casting. Will you star in it? No, but I won't. Aren't I was in the t- other one, actually. Aren't you ever but... tempted to? Well. Because you'll be like, no, 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 you do it like this. I don't think sort of 18-year-old teenage would kind of suit me, really. But, um, no, I can't really act very much to save my life, to be honest. I like standing behind the camera and having a cup of tea. Do you? Yeah. Um, Joe. Everyone gets um, our very sought-after uh, tea towel. So oh, brilliant! There you go. And we know that we know we know that Ebru is sending you a oh, cookery book. <gasps> Great! So you, to do you can make your husband. Well, you can make your husband cook, and I don't know. You could cook if you want, but you know. I will. I will. There's one vegan curry for your daughter. Ta-da! Perfect. Um, Thank you so much. I've no, had a really brilliant I'm time. so happy that we've finally got you on, and. Um, Honestly, so many people when I said that we had you on were just so excited. Yeah. So yeah, Aww. everyone adores you. No, well, I've as do we. Looking forward to it. Mum, I thought she'd be different. What did you think? I thought she'd be kind of tougher. But she was just so warm and gentle. That's what... It, she was gorgeous. I loved her. She's got that kind of nonchalant, like, drool that I love. She kind of doesn't love. try, does she? She's, She's funny, funny and cool and so sweet. And yeah, really It's just lovely. such a pleasure to have her over. She loved the food. Loved Had the food. Had seconds. Yeah. Um, stayed for coffee. That's yeah. what we like. And we keep them here. I think she felt quite at home. She was quite relaxed. Thank you, Joe Brand, for coming... Um, and having dinner with us and chatting about everything, really. Yeah, it was good. I'll never really think of Joe Allen's in the same I way. I feel like she's our friend. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, she invited me for a coffee when I'm uh, driving through Dulwich, so... Okay. She didn't know I was going to drive there, so maybe <laughs> she'd have invited me if she knew I was driving. Um, thank you for listening to Table Manners. As you may not know, if you don't, li- <laughs> if you haven't listened to this, uh, we have a cookbook out tomorrow. Please go and Please. buy it. Because, honestly, if I have to hear my mother complain that we didn't go top ten, and... Um, I'm not competitive. Honest- no, no, you're not at all. You only knew before everybody else that we'd sold out the Q&A at Waterstones because you were trying to buy tickets. I was just checking. Yeah. <laughs>
she's like gossip girl but for herself um anyway she's like guess what guys um we also have done an audiobook, which, which is a first. Yeah, apparently, apparently with Ebury, they said it's the first. That, oh, was it Penguin? They said that it's first the first audio podcast book. cookbook audiobook. audiobook. So we kind of, I guess, we're a bit guinea pigs, and I've read and Mum has read all our intros, which are actually quite kind of substantial and tell lots of stories about growing up together and our family. And so there was kind of lots of narrative. Yeah, through quite that. soothing at night. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, because that's exactly when people want to listen to us. Um, and then there's six recipes in there too, um, some of the hero yeah. recipes. So, yeah, you've got the triple brownies in there and the turkey meatballs and... Is the chicken soup in there? Yeah. Yeah, the chicken soup's in there and the matzo balls. So, anyway, just give it a listen. It's, it's available on Audible or Apple. And if you can't get to the shops, then you can have that and you still have us in your ear as you know us. And you can also listen to us making recipes so you can see how much we argue when we're cooking. Yeah, and that's available to download from tomorrow, I think. Thursday the 5th. Thank you so much for listening and we will be back next week hosting another new guest. The music you've heard on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams. 